So, I now have two readings. One is from Roger Scruton and one is from someone else. I'm going to read both and then you're going to tell me who wrote what and who wrote the second one. Okay. Once the young people have been jerked into motion in this way, uh, a vestigial desire for partnership is naturally aroused since the music suggests sexual emotions and sexual union. Hence, they will tend to pair off so as to pulsate face-to-face, not usually looking at each other and certainly not speaking, but acutely aware, nevertheless, of each other's bodies as things replete with movement and governed by the machine. Their bodies become sexual objects, voided of personality, since personality is a relational idea, and no relation exists in the dance floor except that between bodies. Hence, when this kind of dancing happens, it is very disturbing to see children or old people joining in. Before we guess, I'm going to write, read the second one. Okay. The dance floor was lit with red and yellow and blue lights and a few white lamps, and they danced to the tunes of the gramophone, and the dance floor was replete with tapping feet, enticing arms, uh, enticing legs, arms wrapped around waist, lips pressed to lips, chest pressed to chest. The atmosphere was full of desire. Uh, when the minister descended from his office, he looked intently around the place and at the people and encouraged those men and women still sitting who had not yet participated in this circus to rise and take part. And as he noticed that the white lamp spoiled the romantic, dreamy atmosphere, he set about with that typical American elegance and levity, dimming them all one by one, all the while being careful not to interfere with the dance or bump into any couples dancing on the dance floor. So, I would like you to guess for me, first of all, who wrote each of those two passages? Syed Kutub. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The first passage was Roger Scruton. The second passage was Syed Kutub. I was so proud when I found uh, out. Yeah. I knew both of them. That's incredible. <laughs> Syed Kutub and Roger Scruton have like the identical criticisms of dancing. Yeah, but Syed Kutub was more normal. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Syed Kutub was just, like, like a horny leg guy. Yeah, he, he doesn't, like, try to apply any philosophy to it, which already <laughs> puts him higher in my books. Yeah. So what do I win? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Damn, that's yeah, incredible. Come on. You, you, win this, you win this Syed Kutub signed copy of the Quran. <laughs> you, you, you win a Syed Kutub koozie to keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Here I'm from just chilling Shamo Shake. I'm so excited. So it's my P.O. box. <laughs> okay. I also just love the idea that Syed Kutub was scandalized by seeing, you know, college students dancing at the University of Colorado in the 1950s. In Greeley, in Greeley, Colorado, Satanism. a town that entirely smells of pig. <laughs> also, the, the funniest historical detail of this, uh, Nathan, you probably know this, but does anyone know the song they were dancing to that he's yeah, referencing? Yeah, I know this. I know this. I th- I think I think you know. okay. You okay, don't know so this. No, I don't. I, no, I don't. It was baby. It's cold outside. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hey, oh, so that is so that I'm envisioning is, it right now. That, so Roger Scruton equals side cutive. It's been proven here on Trash Future first. <laughs> so he was also a shill. Uh, he wrote numerous articles in defense of smoking throughout the 1990s, uh, being paid 4,500 pounds a month by Japan Tobacco International. Damn, that's the a only good grift. The only reason this was found out is that he demanded a thousand pound pay rise uh, in order saying that he was still good value compared to an actual PR firm. And what he would do is he would write two articles a month in reputable outlets or get other people to do it about why things like McDonald's is worse than smoking and you shouldn't ban smoking. You should ban McDonald's. Mm. Um, he then wrote a letter to The Guardian saying, quote, 
because uh, there was a scandal about this, and he lost tons and tons of teaching positions and sinecures and all the grifty no-work jobs that he's had throughout his life. He lost them. So he then said, uh, went public and said, the real scandal is that the email should never have been stolen and used as part of your shut up scrutin campaign. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, then uh, I shouldn't trust you because you were looking at my phone. I, I, I wonder how many other things we're going to find out were just bought and paid for from uh, like various opinion columns. I'm looking forward to like all of the things about the trans debate. It turns out that somebody was just getting 4,500 quid a month from somebody else. That's going to be wild. That somebody else is the Heritage Foundation, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, I absolutely believe it. I mean, I, I, I think about this sometimes. The weird, the weird, uncanny, uh, like partnership that exists between Nightmare American Evangelical Christian organizations and liberal feminist writers in the United Kingdom for yeah. some reason. It's, it's, it's a wild. strange handshake, isn't in it? In a way, it makes Metallica and Roger Scruton not seem that much of an odd couple, <laughs> or side cut him and Roger Scruton. <laughs> so. Anyway, after this fiasco, uh, he then moved to an old southern plantation house in America, James Madison's old house. Cool. So, you know, he's just the guy that, you know, praises Enoch Powell and owns Enoch Powell's old just, coat just and lives in a of, slave plantation. S- side cut of welcoming Roger Scruton to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. This, wait, wait, wait. Hey, it's, it's fine to dance up here. Yeah, uh, uh, like On that note, uh, when it comes to that... Uh, did anyone else remember when there was a lot of issues about uh, having weddings take place over at oh, plantations? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How about just living at a plantation? That's so <sighs> fucked. I mean, he must have been doing so much maid shit to, like, <laughs> ward off ghosts and stuff. I mean, uh, let's just think of this. He would wake up in the morning, put on Enoch Powell's hunting jacket, Blast yeah. Wagner and <laughs> like walk around si- James wearing, Madison's like, six, slave house. Wearing I mean, and, like six Freemason aprons at the same time. And one of his last acts of sort of like public outrage was defending Victor Orban. It's just, you have to be like, you have to have the memory of a goldfish to look at this stuff and be like, wow, what a weird coincidence. Just, this just, just keeps the, happening. The, he he yeah. was doing the uh, Adomian Chapo Gorka thing of just like doing like weird ceremonies with like like swords and blood for the Vitezi Rens. <laughs> so he also had a lot of secret am I being detained energy that connected to the way he reacted to the um, uh, uh, scandal about him being a shill for tobacco companies. Because um, you know, his whole reaction was exactly the am I being detained guy, which is, uh, you know, this is not a legal kill in Indian soil. You're, you are not allowed. There's fringes on the flag. You can't mm. see my phone. Well, the real he, scandal he, he, is that he was, I got caught. He was, he was a libertarian, right? Like that was so, his, yeah. So uh, this is an, an, a, another obi- from another obituary about him by Christina Hoff Summers. Oh, uh, I love her. Yeah. She's incredible. The Quillette's favorite feminist. Um, and so here it, here it goes. We, uh, so this is when they were driving around America, presumably from one of their plantations to another oh, plantation. The, the most cursed field trip since Mike Lee and Black and uh, 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 Megan McCain. McCain, Megan McCain so, yes. We were pulled over for the victimless crime of my expired license plate. <laughs> Which uh. said merely kill cops. <laughs> <laughs> so the officer asked for uh, his driver's license. Roger reached deep into his book bag. And called extracted- him a chomo several times within the space of a minute. <laughs> Roger, <laughs> fed smoker. Oh, Roger. I hate this. I hate th- we've made this. I'm afraid that's the episode title, Alice. I'm sorry. I hate you so much. Uh, You're not my real dad. <laughs> he extracted a huge faded manuscript. 
and carefully <laughs> unfolded it on the, the, de- the, on the, the dashboard for the officer to review. Just, like reading him the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like the Magna Carta. The officer was stunned. Sir, this is not a recognized license in the District of Columbia. Oh no, Roger politely replied, and then everyone clapped. <laughs> and then uh, None God, of this God strike me down. That's, yeah. that's the thing. She tells this story, and either it happened, and in this case, what? <laughs> yeah. Or she's just making this all so, up. Oh no, Roger politely replied. My village council assured me this was valid throughout the world. <laughs> there has been no time in English legal history when village councils issued driver's licenses, so this is just didn't you happen. You can ride his horse and carriage wherever he wants. Yeah. Also, the Magna Carta just set out the rights of certain barons against one particular king. Yeah, Simon de Montfort could drive his Lincoln Town car wherever the fuck he wanted. So just, just so I understand this correctly, I thought she was comparing it to the Magna Carta. It no. was actually the Magna Carta. Yes. You m- no, can you read it again? I'm pretty sure she compares it. No, it's a, it looks like the Magna Carta, but I, if it's a big parchment, I think she's yeah. heavily that's, implying that's, that it's a copy of the Magna well, it's, Carta. It's, it's ambiguous. It could mean that it's just like a big old document. Yeah, we need to get into the exegesis of this yeah. passage. It's really yeah. important. We need to figure <laughs> out whether fucking, or not fucking, it's actually the Magna Carta. Fucking think, sovereign citizen Rashomon over here. I think, look, I think if, if anyone is... <laughs> If anyone is likely to carry, the, or is anyone is likely I, I, I to don't know. Are tell you a being story, <laughs> if anyone is likely to tell a big story about carrying the Magna Carta around because it's all about freedom and whatever, it, it this fits with the character he wants to. Because yeah. the thing is, it never happened, yeah. obviously, so it never was or wasn't the Magna Carta. She's just heavily allowing you to heavily imply that this non-existent document that he wasn't carrying around when he wasn't stopped by a cop was the Magna Carta. Or that he can do Ben Kenobi mind control powers on the DC police somehow. Uh, turns the Chinese by, menu by, into the Magna Carta. Yeah, by, by charming them with his is, Britishness. Yeah, I love that the implication of this is that he is worth eulogizing. This is worth including in an encomium towards him that he was able to outwit a DC cop. 